0: If you haven't read Atomic Habits by James Clear, it is a must read simply because we all have habits and we should understand how habits work. This book not only covers the psychology of habits and why most people have things that they want to do but they don't do them, but it also gives you super practical action items to build positive habits and break negative ones. Nonprofits, just like individuals have habits that either over time lead them to accomplishing exactly what they want to accomplish or their mission, or they derail their efforts. And today I want to talk about how the principles in this book can be applied to your nonprofit and ultimately get you to exactly where you want to be quicker. All right, let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 24 of the harvesting results show where I help you serve others by offering you tools resources and advice so that you can nurture those roots to harvest the fruits of all your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I am Rebecca Britt your host and today we are talking about atomic habits. Now the reason we want to create habits is to help us achieve our goals and accomplish our mission right to get clear on your goals what success looks like, your key activities to get you to success in defining your measurable outcomes, go grab my strategic planning worksheet. It's at katullo.com slash planning. That's gonna help you walk you through the the questions that you need to ask yourself. Um, I also did an episode on strategic planning to walk you through that worksheet, which I will show here and link down below as well. But having that work completed will really help set you up to work on your habits. Since you'll know where you want to go, you'll know what habits you need to do to get you there. Again, that is at katulo.com slash planning. It's a free strategic planning worksheet. Go grab that. Pause this video. Go grab it. Come on back. The word atomic in atomic habits here, as I understand it, is breaking things down into single units of energy that are catalysts for more units of energy to feed into a larger goal. Nonprofits are really, really good at setting goals and having a vision, but they're much less skilled at breaking everything that they want to do down into small attainable action items. Many of the nonprofits that I work with dedicate time and energy into developing strategic plans. It's what they hire me for. But without small daily things, habits, that they are going to break down and do, they either end up with their pants on fire with deadlines that, because they didn't plan, or they just miss large goals altogether. And you know what they do? They take that whole goal and they slide it to the next calendar year's plan. I'm going to go through some of the major takeaways from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, that can build strong habits for your nonprofit. All right, point number one is to discover your nonprofit's identity. How do you talk about yourself? When I work with nonprofits, I hear all the time that they are a volunteer run, very small, uh, bootstrap budget. They don't get grants. They're disorganized. They don't have plans. They are lacking things. And so get real about who you are and how you talk about yourself. Do you say these things about yourself? And if they're true, it's fine. It's fine. If you're honest, I like honesty. But now think about who you want to be. Who do you envision your nonprofit? Are you always going to be a bootstrap budget with no staff and not getting grants and underfunded? Like, are you always going to be on the struggle bus? If you're not, or you don't want to be, then who do you envision yourself to be? Do you envision yourself to have a large staff? Do you envision yourself to work efficiently and have a great board and to be sustainable and to have several income streams? And do you envision all of that? Okay. A thriving nonprofit. Okay, great. So whatever you envision yourself to be, you need to make a plan. You need to understand that every single action you take today needs to be getting you in the direction of that. So everything you do that helps you or hurts you, uh, makes you have turnover in staff makes you continue to be volunteer run, makes you not get funding, makes you be disorganized. All of those things that you do that are bad, bad habits, they're not helping you get to where you want to be. All of those things need to be addressed. And all the things that you want to be need to be done. You need to make a plan and actually work those in. Okay. So every single thing you do today needs to get you to where you think that you want to be, which might be in a year, might be in two years. But if that's going to happen, you need to make small daily, weekly habits to get you there. And And it starts today. So at the end of this discovery period, you should have a list of what you need to be. It might need to be, you know, we need to get organized. We need to grow our board. We need to get fundraising. We need to get more funders or we need to work on fundraising. Uh, We need to get measurable outcomes. We need to know how to measure our success, whatever it is. Okay, and I absolutely love this identity piece because when I do strategic planning with organizations, often, We talk about what their overall mission is and what do we think are the key activities to help move that mission forward and then what are the, you know, key performance indicators to understand if we're being successful, but it rarely talks about their culture, how they act, how they work, you know, if they're organized, if they're disorganized. And it's actually really a big pitfall of the strategic planning process because Anybody can make a plan. Anybody can talk about their mission and talk about where they want to be and what key activities they think they're going to do to get them there. But if they lack the infrastructure and lack the habits and lack, you know, the being able to show up and do in an efficient way or they're always dealing with turnover or volunteers that, you know, aren't living up to expectations, then the plan falls to the wayside. And really what we probably should have done is addressed all of the culture issues and all of the system problems and fundamental issues with the nonprofit before we went and said, yes, we can knock out this plan. So this identity piece really helps us identify how we work and target our efforts on making sure that we're working well. So as an organization, how are you run? Okay. And so you might need to get organized, but if you need to focus on funding, you need to break down like, what do we need to do to do that? Um, and that will probably address some of your issues of being able to get things done. So that brings me into point number two, where you want to set a schedule and show up. So let's say that you decided that you want to get organized, that you need to get organized, you guys don't know what's happening, you have a whole bunch of projects going on, you don't know the due dates, you don't know the status of different projects and you honestly just wake up and see what's the most pressing need and you work on that and the next day is the same way And it's usually, uh, you know, pants on fire environment because deadlines show up and you weren't thinking about that deadline until it was the week of, and everybody on the team rushes to get it done, right? Okay. We've, we've worked at places like this and maybe this is your organization. So let's say that you just were like, we need to stop doing that. We need to actually get organized and create a work schedule for us. That's going to work. And we're not feeling this pants on fire thing. What you're going to do is set a schedule and show up. So let's say Every day at 8 a.m., 8 to 9, you are going to work on planning. Monday through Friday, every single day, 8 to 9, you're going to work on getting organized. Now, what that might look like is the first day you might research project management software. You might research ways to get organized. You might YouTube ways to get organized, okay? It doesn't really matter what you do. You're going to show up and focus on getting organized. At some point, that research is going to turn into a plan. At Sometimes that plan is going to turn into execution. And at some point, the, the time that you work on getting organized might just be, you know, looking at your day, looking what you've got going on and centering yourself for the day and doing your plan because you've built in this beautiful habit and you're super organized. That's what it's supposed to be, right? So from eight to nine, every single day, you're going to work on getting organized. You are setting a calendar invite for yourself every single day, put it in your calendar. Maybe you put it in your whole team's calendar. You say, hey, we're doing this now. We're an organization that's organized and we actually wake up and the first thing we do on everybody's calendar is to focus on planning our day. And this is what it's gonna look like for the first week, for the second week, for the third week, whatever. Whatever things you think you need to do to get yourself organized for your organization. Now, this might just be like, okay, Rebecca, that's great. Time management, like block out of time, like not very profound, right? Okay. And it is like, it is simple because sadly, like a lot of the things we need to work on are actually really simple. Like we know to lose weight, we need to eat better. Like we know to get fit, we need to exercise and like, Oh, I don't want you to just tell me that I need to eat right and exercise, Rebecca. I want something. I want a silver bullet. Well, guess what? The silver bullet is put it in your calendar and actually do it. actually show up. Okay. But this book, actually, we know that people don't show up, right? We know that people don't stick to diets. We know that people, like, start off really good, and they trail off, and they don't, do, they don't do their new habit, because guess what? What's ingrained in us is our old habits, is our old ways. That's how we show up to the world. It's the easier way, and it's what we've been doing before now. So it's a lot easier. So we need to work really hard to actually show up. So the book actually has amazing little tricks to help you show up. So that is my point number three, which is tricks for showing up. So the first trick is habit stacking. So think of something that you do every single day without fail, Um, a habit that you already have. Maybe you, um, start the coffee maker every single day at work. Like without fail, you walk into work and you start the coffee maker. Okay. So you are going to add your planning after I, little easy sentence, after I start the coffee maker, insert what you do, I am going to spend an hour on planning. Okay. Simple sentence, but you are stacking a habit that's already solidified with one that you want to learn to do as routinely as you start the coffee maker. So anything that you do super routinely, just stack the one that you want to do with it. That way your brain starts to associate. I start the coffee maker, I do my planning. It's just second nature. Okay, so that's habit stacking. When I do this, I do this. Easy, write that out, write that down. What thing are you going to, you know, stack your new habit with? Now you need to make the behavior pleasurable, okay? When I plan, I plan outside. Maybe you grab your laptop and you go sit outside and you do an hour of planning and you listen to the birds and you drink your coffee. Now, instead of I have to freaking do an hour of planning, it is like I get to do an hour of planning. Like I get to sit, not look at my email yet. Please don't look at your email before you do this because you know if you look at your email, you ain't doing it. Grab your coffee, sit outside, listen to the birds, get planning and feel good about yourself. Remember you are resolidifying the fact that you are a person that plans and it feels good, it feels good to do what you said you were going to do and have that integrity. Okay. So make the behavior pleasurable. We hear about this all the time with like, if you hate folding laundry, match it with something that you like to do. So like you get to watch your favorite show and fold laundry. So it's instead of like, I have to, it's I get to. I haven't figured out really how to like, watch my favorite show and fold laundry with children. It's just still not like that. Kids make habits hard. But anyway, I get the point, I get the point. Make it pleasurable, okay? Then. It doesn't stop there the pleasure doesn't stop there because this is how habits are 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 formed right it's dopamine it's things that make us feel good that's what we go back to that's why addictions are so prevalent because drugs are great for dopamine but we can make things that are wholesome have dopamine okay so giving ourselves little rewards so as soon as you do the behavior as soon as you do the behavior you know you you finish your planning session and you did your hour and you're done As soon as you do it, give yourself some type of reward. So maybe this is, I get to drink my coffee after, or I get my second cup of coffee after. So maybe, you know, you want your second cup of coffee and maybe you're like halfway into your planning and you've drank your first cup and you're sitting there, you look that it's empty and you're like, I'm going to go get a second cup. (laughs) What I do is I'm like, no, I'm not going to get my second cup of coffee until I'm done this in fact right now while I was writing this episode I wanted a bagel really bad and I almost left halfway through and I was going to eat my bagel and come back and work on it but I was like you know what you get your bagel after you've recorded this episode so that's how it works and uh, I'm excited to get this episode done so that I can go get my bagel and then I feel great because I get my reward and I've already done my thing so I feel good okay so immediately after find some reward. I don't care if it's giving yourself, you know, something to eat. Um, if it's going to take a walk, go take a 10 minute walk like that feels good. You got your planning done. You're walking during your work day. Oh, I love this new person you're becoming. This is your new identity. This is your organization's new identity. It feels good. It's not fire of your pants. Ugh, I need to get things done. It's 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 planned out. It's pleasurable. There's reward to it. And then the other thing we do is we make the new habit a punishment for bad habits. So I wanted to be somebody that works out and be fit. And I found that I was like going to Facebook or social media often. And I would like get in a hole, you know, social media hole. Don't need to explain it. You guys get it right. Those reels. So I started saying like every time I look at my Facebook app and I notice that I've done it. Cause I usually do go like, Oh, I've been doing this for 15 minutes now. I have to do ten push-ups, so now the punishment for looking at my Facebook is is working on a goal that I want to do, right? At least I'm more fit because of it. And then, when I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm doing like however many reps of push-ups a day because I keep looking at my Facebook app and like I, I don't feel like doing a hundred push-ups a day, I had to delete the app. Like it made me super aware of how often I was looking at the app because like I'm on my floor doing push-ups like every hour and I'm like, okay, I didn't need to be this fit. Okay. So then I deleted the app. So it helps with the awareness. It also is like, ah, I can't keep doing this. Right. Because now my, I have a punishment for doing bad habits. So one thing this might look like for you is like, like, let's say you have this planning period from eight to nine. And let's say you come into work, you check your email like you're not supposed to, you get working on something else, then you go into meetings and now you've completely lost your planning time. When you don't do your planning time during the week, when you're supposed to, you have to do it in the middle of the day on Saturday. So now you're taking, every time you don't do your planning, you're taking away from your weekend, you're taking away from your family. And so that feels like a punishment and If every weekend you're like having to stop at noon in the middle of your Saturday to work on this planning thing for your week, that feels like you really should have done it during the week. You're going to start doing it during the week because you want your weekend. So you need to earn things and there's punishments for not doing them. And so take away something that you do like, but what's also awesome is that punishment doing it on Saturday did get your, your plan done. So, now you're more organized and you're still gonna hit your goal of getting more organized. You're still solidifying your identity as somebody that's organized. Now, I'm not a proponent of working on weekends or working after hours. I'm just saying make a punishment for yourself that's gonna go like, geez, like as much as I wanna be organized, I didn't really wanna give up my Saturdays. As much as I wanna be fit, I don't wanna be doing push ups during my day that many times, okay? I already worked out in the morning. I don't need to do push ups all day. So create something that's like, ooh, you messed up. Now you got to do your thing, helps you be aware, helps you hold you accountable. Point number three is recover fast when your habits fail. Your habits are going to fail. They fail. I mean like, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know the number. 95% of people that have habits, like new habits, especially they fail them. I don't know what the statistic is, but I know that there's a hell of a lot of people that want to start eating good or want to go to the gym and like after six weeks or after a certain amount of time, they're like, I was going and they're not going anymore. Okay. And something happened, right? So I'm going to tell you what happened. And really the point here is to recover fast when your habits fail. So the key to doing this is to just get back on track as quickly as possible. And here's the scenario. So, so let's say you were supposed to do your planning from eight to nine. Let's say it was a holiday. Monday was a holiday. So you didn't go to work. So you didn't do your planning. Well, Tuesday you show up and now you've got so much stuff you need to do, right? Got to do all the stuff that that you didn't get done on Monday. So you're going to skip planning. Well, now it's Wednesday and you got to do planning. But you know what? You've already missed it two days. You'd rather just like start fresh with a new week. So next week you're going to start your planning fresh on Monday. And now what you've done for five days is solidified the fact that you're disorganized and that you don't work on planning. You don't work on getting organized for your organization you've actually resolidified the habit of checking your email and jumping into things that need your attention right away and doing that thing. So the more you do that, you have the, you know, the compound effects of that's who you are. And so Monday you have much more of a chance of just now you're back to who you always were. Here's another scenario. Monday happens. You don't do your planning. It was a holiday. Tuesday comes eight to nine. You have to catch up from Monday. So you don't do your planning. Okay. That's fine. We're going to mess up like we are there are going to be days that we sleep in and we don't go to the gym, whatever. But you're going to acknowledge like, shoot, I had to catch up from Monday, so I didn't do my planning. I am going to do my planning come hell or high water at some point today. Make time for it. Do something. I don't care if you take 15 minutes at lunch. I don't care what you do, but you're going to do some planning about getting organized that day. So let's say you take 15 minutes at lunch you at least review all of the things you have going on. You choose to get organized. Let's say you uh, actually purchase that software that you were gonna use for project management. You don't set it up, but you do something that's in the direction of being an organized person. So today you do that 15 minutes or you do something and it re-solidifies like this is still a priority. And then the next day it's so much easier to go like, I still worked on that yesterday that you know, the week's not over. I'm going to do the eight to nine and then finish out the week Thursday, Friday, eight to nine. And, and now you're back on track. And now you're the person you're organized, your, your organization's organized. So important. And I know that we've all probably done this with a diet where we're like, wow, well, we already ate X, Y, and Z. So we might as well just start our diet fresh next week. Okay. But you can, how many more calories do you eat while you're just like throwing away the, the week? You know, so you can get right back on track and resolidify this new identity that you have and start believing in yourself, creating this winning streak, right? You're creating a winning streak of at some point, you're going to wake up and go like, I'm fit. I'm organized. But it takes a long time of doing the same thing for you to even realize that as your new identity. If you're somebody that drinks coffee and you're like, it's, avid coffee drinker and you just love coffee and coffee, 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 coffee. coffee. You know, these people, maybe you're one of them. If you stop drinking coffee tomorrow, do you think that like you stop promoting yourself as like a coffee connoisseur? And now you're like, I do not drink coffee. No, you probably have to not drink coffee for like a whole year to be like, I actually don't drink coffee because your coffee identity, this person that runs off coffee and loves coffee and brings coffee to the office and coffee, 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 that person you have just like, Resolidified every single day that that is who you are. So even if you haven't drank coffee for three months, you really probably still identify as somebody that like really understands like having an identity identity as an avid coffee drinker. And it takes a while for you to under like completely believe and have a new identity of like, that's not who I am anymore. So it just starts with the habits over and over and over and over again. And you've got to recover fast when you fail you know, maybe fail isn't the right word, but when you start to go off track or when you have an off day or whatever, the sooner you can do it. And you know, we all make excuses for things. Uh, I get up and, and work out, um, three days a week at 5 30, but, and I get to the gym at 5 30. So I got to wake up earlier than that. The other day, you know, we had Memorial day and then, uh, I worked out Wednesday and Friday. And then the next week I happened to wake up. I don't use an alarm. So I hope to wake up before 5 30. Uh, and I didn't. I woke, Well, I woke up at 5.28, but that's not long enough to get to the gym. And so I could have laid down and chosen, like, you know what? It's too late to get to the gym, so I can't uh, meet the 5.30 class. But I was like, you know what? I want to keep this identity of a person who does wake up early and works out. So I just went for, like, a mile or a mile and a half run. I just did something. It, it might not have been nearly as good as the workout I would have gotten. It wasn't what I planned. It was but it wasn't laying in bed and I feel like I got a workout in and then I'm much more apt to go Wednesday rather than like, Oh, I'll just wait. Okay. So get up, do something. I don't care if it looks like your normal planning, do something. Okay. No excuses. Get back at it. Small pieces. This whole thing is about re solidifying your new identity or solidifying a new identity. Okay. So let's recap. What is your organization's identity? How do you talk about yourself? How do you talk about your organization? What do you envision for your organization? Where do you want to be? What's the list of the things we need to get organized? We need to increase funding, okay? If it's for funding, you might block out an hour three days a week or an hour once a week and you're going to work on the funding strategy or whatever, okay? So, so that's, that's fine too. Whatever it is, you need to block out the time and you need to show up for it. It shows that you prioritize it especially for your whole team. You're prioritizing it. You're not just putting it on the calendar as a standing meeting that you don't show up to. You're actually showing up and the way you're showing up is using those ticks trips, ticks and trips, tricks, tips and tricks to show up. So your habit stacking, you're making sure that goes right after a habit. Maybe if it's financial planning, you're going to do it right after lunch and you're going to associate lunch with financial planning, whatever it is. Um, you're going to make it as pleasurable as possible. What do you get to do or where do you get to do it or how do you get to do it that makes it pleasurable? You're going to reward it right after, right? So after you do it, you get a little walk around the neighborhood. You get to eat something. You get a coffee. You get something that's going to reward it after. And then if you find yourself doing the habits that you don't want to do, like checking Facebook or checking your email before you get into planning or something, you're going to do something that is a punishment, but that also helps you for your goals. So maybe... Do planning on Saturday, maybe do push-ups, like whatever it is, but you're going to build your awareness of when you're going off track so that it is not as attractive to go off track and you do more to keep yourself on track. Again, the session planning worksheet at katulocom slash planning will help you guide you through some questions of what you want to do, where you want to be as an organization. And that would really help you start to take each one of those things and break them into daily weekly habits so you're going to want to snag that it's free immediate access just go to katula.com planning get that worksheet and you can start using that today i think it will really help get you centered i would love you to tell me in the comments what you're working on like what did you choose what's your like highest priority habit and which what are you going to do like what's your daily habit what's your weekly habit uh what are you going to take on to, to do and also i think you should grab the book atomic habits by james clear like grab it if you like this And you want to do these things. You want to know why you don't do things. He has way more, right? That he has a whole book on it. It was really helpful for me. It's one that I'll definitely read again. And you can apply it to so many aspects of your life. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your service to this world. Until next time.